Hey guys, what's up? It's K and it's E, and you are chatting, chatting up with K and e. e, and we are back for our second episode on January first. It's a new year, y'all. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. So today we just really wanted to um, start off the new year strong, and with our second episode, and we're gonna be talking about what it means to stay in God's space. With the new year coming in and the new year starting, it's just so important to stay in his space because our new year's resolutions, all the goals that we have for ourselves, everything that we're wanting to do that's going to set the um, the stone for our life and what it is to come is very important with just seeking him every day. Yes. And... I know we do have our New Year's resolution, and um, I went to church last night, and he said, um, Bishop said, uh, what did he, I forgot how he said it, but basically he was saying that everybody who has a New Year's resolution, they end up stopping it by Martin Luther King's birthday. And y'all oh, know that's this month, right? That's the 15th of the 15th? <laughs> he said after two weeks. Right. <laughs> so, staying in God's space is basically... A key to helping you with your New Year's resolutions and just being consistent as far as the goals and the plans that you've made. Because we all, I didn't do it, but everybody did their vision boards and everything. So I know you have a lot of different plans and stuff that you put in motion. And you're so excited and you have this enthusiasm of, oh, let's get it, let's get it. Then Martin Luther King birthday come in, you think about it, you're like, oh. I forgot to do that today. Oh, I forgot to do this. <laughs> and all your little plans and New Year's resolutions is out the window. Yes. So, yeah, staying in God's space is not just the beginning of the year. You have to um, do this throughout the whole entire year. All 365 days. In this case, all 366 days because it is a leap year. I thought we lose a day. No, we gain a day. February 29th. Oh, okay. See, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's Forgive okay. me. Look, it's okay, child. No, okay. we we lost a, a day. No, we gained a day. Oh, okay. You'll be never mind, me, y'all. Look, don't mind us. Anywho, crazy brain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. What does it mean to stay in God's space? So, to stay in God's space is to be blessed. Mm-hmm. to really feel him and seek him in everything. Like, um, when we were doing this, I basically was thinking about everything that it meant to stay out of his space in order to be in his space. So, um, basically, to stay, so if you're out of God's space, it's it means that you're out of the blessing space. So, staying out of his space is what I would call running from him or simply not seeking him in anything and everything that it is that you are doing. So, you may have ventures, you may be dating someone, um, whatever it is that he has you doing. And if you are not seeking him in those seasons and in those actions and daily tasks then that is being out of his space which could cause chaos mm-hmm. so it's just really important to be 
in his space. And then another thing about, um, another example of staying out of God's space is if you, you know, we all have been, you know, on a winning streak with him. So you're on that winning streak and then something happens. You either have a trigger or something detrimental happens or an unexpected event happens. And then you start seeking him less and sometimes not even at all. So that's another thing about um, staying out of God's space. Just really running from him. You know, not really wanting to seek him. Not because we don't want to, but because we let life happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for me, what what it means... <clears throat> to stay in God's space is basically having him there 24-7. No breaks in between. No leaving mm-hmm. him where you leave him at for a minute and then pick him back up. <laughs> he, he's always there through your every single move. You never make a move without him. You're not making your own decisions. You're, you're allowing him to make your decisions. So staying in God's space is basically always having him in your face. Always having him around. <clears throat> and always having you know, seeking him first and foremost before you do anything. Yes. So we have a few tips uh, for you guys to stay in his place. So it's easy to get out and sometimes it's easy to, to stay in, but most times it can be a little bit hard to stay in if you don't do careful planning and just are really cautious of your actions and the things that you're doing. So one of the ways to stay in his place is to have God in your face every day. So that means reading your Bible, getting up really, you know, spending time with him, meditating with him. Mm-hmm. I know for me, one of the things that I do is I get up every morning before I go to work and I do it so much now that it's a habit. It's just natural for me to get up that I'll get up, you know, a few hours before I have to get up and then I will read the word, read a little bit of the word. Then I will pray and just really talk to him. And it doesn't have to be some dramatic thing, meaning like you're reading like a whole chapter in a day, like take baby steps. If you just want to read a scripture and meditate on that, then you can do that as well. There's no method to the madness as long as you're doing the madness. So, another uh, tip on staying in God's space is having a faith slash spiritual based accountability partner. Yes. Um, Key is definitely that that partner for me and our other friend. Um, She constantly sends us uh, Bible scriptures and podcast episodes and just things that we she feels like we need to hear or whatever she's always sending that to to us whether or even if she feel like we don't need to hear it she just want us to hear it yes <laughs> she gonna say because look i'm saying you need to have a friend that's gonna send you stuff like people who are just in your face with it i know before i really used to be kind of nervous about sending my friends stuff because i didn't want them to take things the wrong way or because I was like, well, I don't know if they want to hear that. I don't know if they're going to think I'm throwing shade about, you know, or I don't know if they're going to feel like this is pertaining to them or whatever. I don't know. But I just had to get out of that. And I just really had to just start sharing what I felt like God had me to share. So, And if you are that friend that shares, you don't have to be overbearing with it. Yeah. Just, you know, little things here and there just keep it in their face and it does help because it's it was a lot of moments in my life a couple months ago where I was running from God and the fact that she just kept putting quotes kept putting scriptures kept putting podcasts and stuff in my face 
although I was running from God, I couldn't because, <laughs> because she wouldn't let me. <laughs> Look, just like um, my pastor would say, he says at church, and that's one thing I think I really learned this year as far as, I grew up, I, I think me and Ed both grew a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Well, last year, last year, 2019. 2019 <laughs> was a year of growth. Uh-huh. Okay, it was like my roots were being like, like they grew, they grew deeper, okay? Mm-hmm. So one thing that um, my bishop would say at church is, is that you have to have accountability partners. If you're going to church every day, for instance, or, you know, we're all seeking this life, with God. If you are doing it by yourself, it is easy for you to slip off Mm -hmm. and you have nobody to be like, Hey, where are you at? Well, where you been at? What's going on? And that's with anything. It don't have to be with God. Like we both are each other's accountability partner because it'll be moments where I be hitting her like, (laughs) Oh, so what we doing with this photography? (laughs) (laughs) Did you make a blog post today? (laughs) It could be anything. Exactly. Like right now, I had saw this sewing class, y'all. So go ahead and put on blast. Now I had put saw this sewing class this morning, and I almost screenshot it. Was like, <laughs> so you finna um, so you finna be you finna do a sewing class, you finna do a styling class. What you, what what you finna do? Like what what you about to do? But since we here now, what you about to do? And they gonna get on your nerves. Now. <laughs> they gonna get on your nerves, but they don't mean any harm by it. It's just. Your accountability. And you have to remember, at the end of the day, you wanted it. Mm -hmm. You wanted it. They just help you remember that you wanted it. And I'm not going to make you want it, but I'll put it in your face. Exactly. To remind you that, hey. Oh, you don't want to go to church? That's okay. I'm going to send you the sermon. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to read? Oh, that's okay. I'm going to send you a few scriptures. Then eventually you'll, you know, pick pick it up up. and you'll start reading it. And, um, like, one thing that I did this year is that I got involved into small groups at my church. I got deeply planted there. So I couldn't really leave if I wanted to. If I get missed and somebody asks me what's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that it's just really important to have accountability partners. Yes. It helps. It helps so much. And it makes this life, this narrow path that we walk with God so much easier because you'll realize that you have people who are going through the same exact things that you are going through Mm -hmm. and you don't even know you Mm -hmm. know so and also pray on and ask god for discernment on those people who are supposedly your 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 faith spiritual based um accountability partners because It's like it's like seeking advice from someone. You don't want to seek advice from the wrong people. You know, they may not mean no harm, but sometimes that certain person isn't the person you need to be getting advice from. So when it comes to a faith and spiritual-based accountability partner, you especially want to be careful because you don't want them leading you in the wrong direction. So just make sure you're very um, cautious about that and just asking for discernment on those type of people that you're allowing to lead you or help you with your with your your faith and your, exactly. your spiritual walk. Because child, if you, oh. <laughs> you get into the wrong hands, you get into the wrong hands, and then you have some people who we've all experienced who try to throw God up in a bad way. They yeah. do nasty things and they try to throw God up in a bad yeah. way, 
and you just really have to make sure you stay clear of those people. So right. make sure you have people. Make sure y'all are equally yoked. Just exactly. like you make sure you're equally yoked. Somebody be like, oh, God told me to tell you. Oh, God didn't tell me that. You proper lying. Okay. You <laughs> proper lying. So it's like, because even with me, when I'm giving key advice from a spiritual level, you know, I try to be cautious about what I say because, exactly. you know, everything that I may be telling her may not be what God wants me to say to her. Mm-hmm. However, I'm very cautious about what I am saying and I just let her kind of pick what she needs out of that to be able to move forward because you never know what situation what all they may be going through is just like hey i'm telling you this and you can get what you need out of that exactly <laughs> now one thing god has done because he knows me like he'll just i'll be talking to Ed, and all of a sudden i just get like this feeling of rush i'm like oh here it comes and then I just started saying a whole bunch of stuff. I'd be like, now, see, I wasn't even going to say all that. But yeah, okay, we're going to say that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to give a little bit. The next thing you know, we get, we sending each other paragraphs. Okay. <laughs> Paired by five paragraphs. And yes, I am reading it all. Okay. <laughs> I need all of this. Okay. Yeah. And that's how you know because you don't even have to talk to that person all the time or communicate, you know, like that. And y'all just be on point with the messages, on point, on point, on point. So get you an accountability partner. You need friends in this life, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody say. Get your accountability partner. Get you an accountability partner. Please, today. Next tip on staying in God's space is just being in communication with him. Yes. Um, Praying to him talking to him throughout the day you don't have to pray every day at night you don't have to pray every day in the morning just pick a pick a time where you're settled you're quiet um where you talk to him and and you're listening afterwards because you don't want to just pray to him and just go on about your day you want to sit there and listen if he has anything to say to you you want to have that quiet moment with him because your rest of your day may not be quiet exactly so just take that time to talk to him Uh, i know with me my prayer life, I'm I'm still growing with that as far as, um, I don't want to say my consistency, just making sure I, I'm, well, yeah, my consistency on talking to him, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't really say, oh, I'm going to pray every night or I'm going to pray every morning because that, I'm still working on that part, but I do still talk to him every day. Even if I'm just sitting in my bed like thinking, like, okay, God, look. This is what's going on. I need your help with that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm God, let me just talk to you for a minute, And there's please. no way to pray to him. There's no way to talk to him. You're talking to him like you're talking to one of your friends, you know? Exactly. Because he already knows what's on your heart. He already knows what's bothering you, what's troubling you. All he's waiting for you to is just acknowledge him and exactly. let him know that you need help with whatever it is that's troubling you. Exactly. You just, you know, there's no, there's... Like Eb said, there's no perfect way to prayer. There's no way, no strategic... Well, there is a strategic way to prayer. We'll talk about that. But what I mean is, is that, you know, you'll be in church. Or you'll be around people who've been doing this for a while. And sometimes some people can be intimidated by those yeah. prayers. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, my prayers don't sound like that. Well, it's your prayer. It's not going to sound prayer. like that. Yeah. And as you continuously pray to him and, and grow on your spiritual level, it's going to get better as far as how you're communicating with him so don't try to get it perfect just talk to him exactly and um another good book on like talking about prayer 
is oh, what's the name oh it's called fervent so it's really good it talks about strategic prayer life um and everything and it's by priscilla shirer um she based it off of the war room so that's a really good book on prayer if you because we need prayers for different things mm-hmm. <laughs> so i have prayers for family life for school for work for friends for certain situations it could be gossiping self-control self-sabotage anything like you have all of that so get specific in your prayers there's no perfect way to prayer just make sure that you are talking to him every day and if you don't have an assigned time like Eb said it's okay Mm -hmm. just as long as you are doing it yeah just don't stop doing it eventually you'll have your assigned time like i know um, I was just talking to someone, and she said that we all pray in seasons. And what she meant by that was, you might start out with an assigned time. So you might get up early in the morning and start praying. Then you might you might get up early, but you might not be praying. You you might move and start praying in the car before you go to work. So you might use that whole hour that you're in commute to pray when you work. Then you might use your break to pray while you're in work. It's good to have a, a time. But if, you know, you switch times, that's fine, too. It's going to change with wherever you're at in life and whatever is best for you. And as long as you keep God first, he's going to guide you in how to pray and when to pray. Yeah, your discipline will come as far as what he he wants you to do. Because we can sit here and tell you the step, each step on how to do this, how to do that. But that's only coming from our experience and what God has led us to do. You have to let him lead you on what he wants you to do. Exactly. Now, I know one thing that I do right now is I tend to pray my 15-minute break, so I'll be pacing and walking. Sometimes you might have to sit. Sometimes some people kneel. I know I've kind of become kind of a walker, so I'll be walking and praying now. <laughs> and I'll be saying stuff. I'll be like, dang, I didn't know I was even saying that. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to go with that then. So I, I know with me, I have my my if I have my one big consistent prayer um, I won't say time, but just I have that one big prayer I do every day. But it's like all my little prayers are just if anything, I'm a I'm an overthinker sometimes, and I think a lot. So my little prayers are when I'm sitting here worrying. I'm like, you know what, God, I'm leaving this in your hand. This is what's troubling me. Da 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 da. Moving on. Period. An hour later, <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> exactly. And I know I've been kind of going through a transition as far as dealing with some things in my, in my life and trying to get some things in order as he's having me push me in that direction. And I started to get anxiety about it. I'm like, oh, Jesus, no. Uh, in Jesus' name, no. Mm-hmm. And you have to say those little prayers every day. You have to just keep them in your face. Yeah, just That's what we're saying. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Keep them in your face. And pray. Just talk to him. Prayer is just simple communication. Some communication. Sometimes prayer is just crying. You're just crying. You're just silent. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in heavenly language. And then just simple words. It don't have to be. There's no specific way. Okay. Next tip would be um, in conjunction with our last tip. Just pay attention and being in, being in tune. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, after you pray and after you're talking to him, you want to take that time out to listen to anything that he may have to say to you afterwards. Exactly. And, it, and sometimes we may not we may not always have that time to be able to sit there and listen. So just 
making sure you're being um, attentive and being in tune throughout today throughout the day because I know I, I do hair so as I'm doing hair and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself God just starts talking to me or if I'm driving and I'm listening to my gospel music God just starts talking to me so it's like you have to constantly constantly be in tune and um and listening out for anything that he has to say to you because whenever you have those quiet down times that you're not even thinking about God he may just start talking to you so you just want to make sure you you have your discernment also on knowing when it's him so we do have another point on knowing the voice of God but yeah just knowing when it's him talking to you and and just being attentive to that exactly you have to look at your feelings look at your emotions God, just know that he's there. So, if you are in a place and you are feeling confusion, you're feeling fear, anxiety, just know that he's He's not there. Mm-mm. He's not there at all. God is the God of peace. Exactly. Anything that I do now, if I feel anything but peace mm-hmm. and grace... It ain't him. Right. So it's I've been in a few situations where I'm like, ooh, I don't know. I just don't feel right. And then I feel his peace. I'm like, oh, okay, it's good. And then keep moving. So just really pay attention to what it is. If you're around these people and you're starting to get anxiety. If you're around these people and all of a sudden you're feeling sad. If you're around these people and you're getting mad or you're doing um, old habits that you are you know, trying to get away from. You know, just know that that's not him. That's not where he wants you to be. So you really have to pay attention. Be in tune mm-hmm. to what it is that he really wants you to do. Yes. That is so important. And then more importantly, the last tip that we have is you just have to know the voice of God. He communicates in different ways. He communicates through friends through words, through books, random thoughts pop up, and you can also hear his voice as well. Yeah, knowing the voice of God. Um, one book that really helped me because I used to always say, like, how do you, how do you, how do you distinguish between your thoughts, God's thoughts, and any type of spirits or demonic mm-hmm. spirits, you know, that may be trying to get into your head? How do you know the difference between all of that? Um, one book that helped me a lot was um, Joyce Meyer's Knowing the Voice of God. Oh, yes. I had the audio book. I really need to go get the actual, um, uh, what is it, paperback? Because I like to highlight and stuff. But mm-hmm. I did the audio book, and man, when I tell you that changed my life, it changed my life because I was seeking God on behalf of my business, my life, and just steps in in guidance on what he wanted me to do next in my life. And I always felt like every move that I was making wasn't working. So I'm like, well, is this God telling me what to do or is this me making my own decisions? And so I didn't know how to distinguish whether or not this was something that he wanted me to do. So when I read that book, it kind of... Um, it kind of helped me with what well, it kind of it did help me <laughs> <laughs> with that. Oh, it's just such a great book. You have to go and get it. But basically, knowing the voice of God, He's a God of peace. He is 
not going to steer you in the wrong direction mm-hmm. like he said anything that feels wrong anxiety with it that's not God you know um, anything negative being planted to your head that's not God he's never going to give you anything negative to do say or anything exactly and um, one thing I add on to the anxiety part is that a lot of times like Ev said she's an overthinker I'm overthinking too so if you start getting anxiety from thinking about everything that's going on, that's God telling you, see, you're thinking about too much. You need to put it in my hands. Mm-hmm. So you just really have to just know his voice. All know how he communicates through you. Right. Yeah, all in all, um, knowing the voice of God and staying in God's space is going to help you um, just basically make better moves. And, and it's really going to guide your life a lot easier than before. Like now, um, it's I used to be the type where if I came up with the idea or God planned the idea in my head, I'm trying to work on it right then and there. I'm trying to get it done and, and put it out there. Mm-hmm. But sometimes God puts things in your head for you to just write it down and come back to later because exactly. he'll give you the vision, but he'll give you the details on the way. And exactly. you can't just go and just start doing it without his instruction and that that was me yes that was me too girl (laughs) i just realized like one of the um endeavors that i'm currently working on is that he gave me the idea and i felt like i moved a little bit too soon Mm -hmm. and so now he's putting it back into me and okay you need to do it this way you need to do it that way you need to move it this way you need to move it that way Mm -hmm. so like Eb said, sometimes you just just that's why it's okay to start over. Don't let anybody determine your journey for you. It's okay to start over a million times if you have to, because each time you start over, you're getting it right. You're getting, exactly. you're getting it better than <clears throat> than what you did before. But each time that you start over, you just want to make sure that you have God in your space and you're letting Him lead and not yourself. Amen. So. Um, another thing we want to talk about was why it's important to stay in God's space. Again, when you're in his space, it is like a blessed waterfall. Like, that's the way I explain it. That's the way I think about it. I see Niagara Falls in my head and just the water just coming down. Mm-hmm. Just blessings just coming down. And when you're in his space, you know better. And when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're not saying that staying in God's space means the ride is going to be easy. Yes. It's not. Oh, yes. Because you're, it's some things that God wants you to go through. He's not going to pull you out of it. He wants you to go through it so that way you can be developed for the next level. And staying in God's space just makes the development a little easier because he's giving you that peace and strength through the journey to endure those lessons that he has for you. Exactly. So, that's pretty much it. It's just, we just really want to make the point that in this new year, stay in God's space. Mm-hmm. With their new, res- new Year's resolution, whether it's losing weight, whether it's dropping dead weight <laughs> emotionally, um, just really stay in his space and he will lead you to December 31st of 2020. Okay? All right. Eb, do you have any closing points that you want to? No, thank you very much. Y'all just stay in God's space, okay? If you guys have any questions or want to um, just reach out to us, just uh, feel free to reach out to us. We'll have our social media platforms 
and the link in the notes in the podcast notes we'll have that in there and then as always just stay tuned thank you for chatting it up with Kane. thank you for listening i'm sorry y'all i'm kind of <laughs> thank you for listening to chatting up with Kane. and we will talk to you guys on the next episode okay